This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Maybe go out with a guy that, like, you're not really interested in at all. I mean, I know it seems like you're using him, but. What? You're giving him the opportunity that maybe he wouldn't have gotten and maybe it will work out. Uh, so, well, that's, like, that's what I was going to say. That's, how, that's the love story. Is, hold on. Is that something that people do? Like, do girls take out guys <laughs> they don't really like as practice dates? Jonah's like, has this been every date I've gone on? General, but, um, I'm just saying, if you're nervous after a year and you want to get your feet wet, yeah, you know, maybe there's a guy that you've been talking to for the past like month, but you haven't gone out because of COVID. You just got your vaccine. Maybe you don't want him to be your first date. Oh, you're looking at me like waiting for me to say something. And I'm like, what am I supposed to say? And I was like, oh, right. I say, hey, guys, it's Lana. And then you say, and Jonah. So, and Jonah from Brooklyn. Let's keep this and intro. And Jonah from Brooklyn. Yes. Hey. Love it. Um, happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Oh, and you're listening to Seeing Other People. Welcome back that, for another episode. That's, that is, yeah, this is Seeing Other People's <laughs> podcast. This is not the daily. This is not... The Victory Podcast. Shout out former friend of uh, friend of the show, Jerry Ferrara. This, this is not Hannah Montana, though. I wish it was. Okay. <laughs> the show or a podcast about Hannah Montana? Either. You know, you and should you're do a watching podcast. Disney Hold Channel. Hold on, you should do a podcast about Hannah Montana. I love I mean, like I niche podcasts about like TV shows. You should do a deep dive. Good. I'm very into that in my spare time. I'll add it to my to do list. Coming soon. Alana Montana. That actually has a good ring to it. I like it. I'm a fan. There's a lot of ends in there. Alana Montana. Because there's two ends in my name and two ends in Montana. All right, I have my next my next <laughs> big thing. Stay tuned. Uh, that's a that's a really cool idea. Okay, I'm already yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening to your Hannah <laughs> Montana podcast. Would you so, go by episode or would you go by song? Oh, by song. It would have to be by song. Okay, and you're deriving. If from he the could song be the you- one. Oh my god, that song is amazing every every single song on Hannah Montana as I am like uh you could bring it you know you'll what you always do? find you your the, way back home though that's from the movie I know I know you could go to the Wikipedia you could figure out who wrote those songs and you could bring them on and interview them be like what how did you write for Hannah Montana and when you wrote those songs did you know that 
Hannah Montana had an alter ego named what was her name? The other, the real character, Miley Cyrus. Oh, did she Miley play Miley Stewart? Cyrus? Miley Stewart. That's what Miley I was Stewart. Yeah. 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 Miley, Miley Stewart. Stewart. And Jackson Rod Stewart. Okay, back to dating. I met the parents last night. Ah. How'd that go? It went great. But the funny part is that before I left, I texted Lindsay. We met at Hackney and I was like, Lindsay, just need to double check. I don't need to like try and offer to pay, right? If his parents are taking me out to dinner. She was like, absolutely not. Definitely do not do that. And I was like, okay. So now you, you, you didn't go know. for the wallet grab. You didn't go for I like, the, know you know, they're going to, you know, that they're going to pay, but you have to just <laughs> kind of do that thing where you kind of just like put your hand by the waist. Like you're just putting your hand on the gun, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like a cowboy. <laughs> well, I don't want, the, I don't, I don't want to come off as like rude and, and entitled. Like I assumed they were going to pay for me, but the, oh, no, what I will yeah. say is like the hard part is like his, his dad paid. And then there was no moment for like, as, I was I wanted to like jump in with a thank you so much as he was like grabbing the check and putting his card down, mm. but everyone was talking. So I had to like wait. And it wasn't till like after he handed it back to the waiter and I, like a few minutes later that I was able to say like thank you so much. And that whole time I was like, I need someone to take a breath of air so I can say thank you. I don't want him to think I'm rude. Uh, I think you good. did perfectly. I think you did perfectly. Yeah. It was good. And what you guys what were some of the topics at the table? We talked about a lot of things about like what we all do, what we all like, where like just kind of what the last year has been like for all of us. We talked about, I mentioned my new found passion and love for coloring. We talked about all like the different board games we played with our families and stuff. Um, It was really fun. It was nice. It was good. Great. Yeah. Lana, why don't you tell us a little bit about our guests that we're going to have today? Yes. So today we are bringing on Alexis, who is more so known as NYC Date Night on Instagram and her amazing website, nycdatenight.com. Alexis Mm. has been going around mainly New York City, um, figuring out the best date spots, giving dating advice based on what type of date you're going on, if it's the first date, if it's later on. And she has just become like really like a dating expert and a date, like a date expert more so because of every date spot she knows inside and outside. She also recently launched a bachelor of the week program. And this really fits into our whole concept of every app can be a dating app. And she is Mm. featuring uh, bachelors and bachelorettes on her Instagram and doing an Instagram live series with them to help people find love, not on dating apps. And we're going to hear all about that and so much more. Love that. Let's jump right in. You guys hear that? That's the rattling of my Mindset Wellness CBD Rest Gummies. And you're going to notice that you hear a rattling because it's not full. Because I've been taking these things every single night for the past month. Almost time for a refill. And you know what I'm going to do to get my refill is I'm going to go to MindsetWellnessCBD.com. I'm going to type in seeing other people as the code. And I'm going to get 10% off and free shipping. I also might just email John and Renee, the lovely founders, who we actually had on this show a couple episodes ago. And just maybe say, hey, maybe can you send me some more rest gummies as one of your sponsors? I would love some. Um, but no, these these things are really great. We I do take them every night. I'm smelling them right now. They smell like blueberry candy. It reminds me of 90s summer being a kid playing in the, the lawn, although I'm from New York, so I don't necessarily know what lawn I'm, I'm imagining. But um, these things are really great. Rest gummies with CBD, uh, sorry, with melatonin and CBD. So it's like perfect to take 30 minutes before bed, 
just helped wind down. I was reading a play last night and I was, I felt very immersed in the play as uh, I took this gummy and it's non GMO. It's gluten free. They're great. I seriously take them all the time. And again, that's the proof. Go to seeing other people. Um, sorry, go to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use our code, seeing other people, 10% off and free shipping. We appreciate our sponsor, Mindset Wellness CBD. Back to the episode. Here we go. Alexis, welcome. We are so excited to have you with us. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome you, to seeing oh, other people, Alexis. Oh, Lana. Not, always... not Hannah Montana. Remember. This is not Hannah Montana. Um, Alexis, do you want to give everyone a little bit more of an in-depth intro of yourself? Um, uh, so my name's Alexis, and I started the page NYC Date Night um, probably like three years ago, maybe four. I have no idea. I was teaching at the time, so I was kind of teaching full-time and doing this on the side, and uh, it started to grow pretty quickly. And about two years in, I started doing it full time. I'm a native New Yorker, uh, now in my 30s, but I started it when I was in my 20s. And uh, I was going out all the time to eat. I was single, I was dating. So the kind of two, those two things that I was doing in my life, just organically uh, gave me the idea to start this page. Congrats on uh, being able to do that full time. That's cool. A lot of our listeners are like entrepreneurs in their own right, who I think are doing similar stuff. So that's exciting to hear. Where are you? You're, you're born and raised in New York City. I am. Where Where did you go to high school? Hewitt. I went to Fieldston. Shout out. Okay. Cool. Oh wait, are you Lindsay Metzler? Are you Lindsay Metzler? Didn't she go to? Hewitt? Yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah. Yeah, we both J- went to Hewitt. And Shout out, I Lindsay. With Allie, um, her older sister. Her older sister. And did you do the sleepaway camp thing? uh yeah of course you are know? you jewish <laughs> i don't know sometimes people don't know what we're talking about but i like to connect with people on where they went to camp when that's an option yeah my camp wasn't like the typical like laurel south or wherever everybody went that's where i went what the fuck hold up also no 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 laurel is the basic one laurel's like the yeah. eight week one where all like the bougie laurel kids go south isn't it? that's unique laurel south is indie dope we're so outdoorsy <laughs> totally and different yeah. uh, so different um i went to pierce camp birchmont so they have a day camp in roslyn and their sleepaway camp is in new hampshire i hated it i mean i don't like nothing wrong with birch or not birch uh Birchmont. Um, it was a great camp. I just hated like sleepaway camp. God, yeah. yeah, I'm on the same boat as you. I really was like, I just want to hand out my dogs and my parents. Yeah. And then, I was so excited know. to like on the bus ride home, I would just like be counting the seconds until I got to go to Sushi of Gary. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Like literally, I was like 12 <laughs> years old and just that's what I was looking forward to. That's hilarious. So, so you're 12 years old thinking about going to get sushi. That seems like there's a connective tissue to perhaps what your full-time job now is, which yes. is, you know, it sounds like, do you, do you have a passion for eating out? I mean, is that? Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, when I started at first when in my low twenties, I was like, Oh, I'll be a teacher and then I'll get married and you know, I'll just raise babies and teachers perfect because it has like summers off and gets out early. And then I started getting older and, um, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend that I had in my lower twenties and I was single and I was just kind of having like this crisis of like, 
I'm not married with kids and I'm not like super passionate about what I do. So everybody would ask me what I'm passionate about. And I was nervous or not nervous. I was just like embarrassed to say going out to eat. Cause like, <laughs> is that really considered a passion? But like that, that's kind of the only thing that excited me. So mm. um, also in high school, like teachers came and kind of introduced like at our graduation, they like said what they thought we were going to do with our lives. And the, the teacher that represented me said that they thought I was going to be a food critic. No so, way. Yeah. And I it didn't even, I mean, I that was like kind of a very far-fetched dream, but I didn't even think of pursuing it. I just, you know, I majored in marketing. I worked in marketing for a year and then I became a teacher. And so Instagram is so great or just like all the social media because it's kind of giving people the chance to pursue their passions where they probably wouldn't have been able to. Yeah, absolutely. Would you consider, oh, sorry, Lana, go. No, you go. I was going to say, would you consider yourself, like, is it, is it food criticism? Like, is that something that is, is the, is it the same thing? And, And if so, what are like the, for those who don't know, like what is, what defines like a food critic versus someone who just enjoys like going to Shake Shack and be like, oh, that's a good burger. You know, um, I mean, no, if someone asked me what I did, I wouldn't say I'm a food critic okay. at all. But going out to restaurants and trying new places is very much like a part of NYC date night. So yeah, it is an aspect of, of it. But I mean, I appreciate like my sister, for example, she could she's OK ordering in every night of the week, going to a new spot once every few months. She just doesn't care. I'm just like that's what I enjoy most, just going out, trying new restaurants. And I mean, I feel like I have a pretty great palate. I could tell you if something's good, if something's bad. Um, I'm pretty good at describing. I've always been kind of like a good creative writer um, and just creative in general. So it just all kind of came naturally. So question, how did starting NYC Date Night and and doing all this, how did it actually impact your dating life? Because you mentioned that you had just gotten out of a relationship and this was your new thing and you combined like a few different things. So how did that actually like maybe help your dating life? Um, So I didn't just get out of a relationship. I was single for like a while when I started NYC date night, I was just kind of like freaking out. I was like, I can't, it was impossible. I was dating in the city. I had a boyfriend for three years between like 23 and 26 or something like that. And then for like three years, I was single before I started NYC date night. And, um, it helped me because I stopped putting so much pressure on the dates and I was, I became so obsessed with growing my page that I saw every date as an opportunity to get good content. So I like, instead of like getting so nervous, like to meet this new guy, I was like, Oh, I better find a time to get him to take a picture of me (laughs) and like find time to like, you know, take videos of the place. And I was like, who cares about the guy? You know, I mean, obviously I still cared, but it, it really took the pressure off and I don't know. I wasn't really embarrassed to ask guys to take pictures of me. I was like, if they don't, I didn't have them take photo shoots, you know, for two hours. I was like a quick (laughs) photo snap, whatever. Um, And it gave me something to talk about. I was like, yeah, I started this page, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people thought it was really cool that I was trying to start this new concept and like grow a business for myself. 
Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? It is so normal, but it's not talked about and it makes all of us going through it feel really alone and frustrated. And I'm one of those women and I have been so self-conscious about my hair thinning and shedding for so long. That is why I'm eternally grateful that I found Nutrafol last year. And honestly, I wish I had tried it sooner. When my team asked me recently if I wanted to team up with Nutrafol, I have never said yes to something faster. Nutrafol has become a part of my routine that I can't live without because of how much it's helped me and I truly could not recommend it more highly. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And it is so easy to start your hair journey. You can take the hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root cause. Because everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. That's why Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, as well as for different lifestyles like plant-based diets. And I know, I know, it can be hard to commit long-term to doing something every single day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping, and automatic delivery ensures that you'll never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. If I can do it, so can you. It's kind of funny that I'm recording this right now as I'm literally about to go get a haircut because my hair is probably the longest it's ever been right now and my hair never used to grow. But now it does and it's really all thanks to Nutrafol. Plus, I am so grateful to be going into my wedding feeling confident about my hair and that is definitely not something I expected to be able to say before starting Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion and I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me, I always choose comfort over how something looks, but with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right, so we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm not just a girl on the go these days. I am a chicken running around with its head cut off. 
Two podcasts, wedding planning, wedding attending, dog momming, traveling, and trying to eat well, move my body, and stay sane all at once is not a recipe for success. That's why I've turned to my recipe masters, aka Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat meals that taste delicious, make me feel good, and take a major thing off of my to-do list. Factor's meals are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved and there are more than 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Guys, I seriously can't say enough good things about Factor's meals. They take two minutes to heat up, which means I can pop them in the microwave between recordings, or I can grab a ready-made smoothie from the fridge on my way to a workout class, or I can even have dinner ready for me and Jake after a really long day of work without lifting a finger. It has changed so much and has really made me feel like there's one last thing I need to worry about. And I feel good after eating the meals. Like they're so delicious and nutritious. You can order as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. And you can pause or reschedule whenever you need, which has been really helpful for me with on and off traveling that I've had over the last few months and over the next few months. And you guys know I love when things make sense financially and factor meals are less expensive than takeout. So you save money and you don't have to go anywhere to pick them up. Factors roasted garlic butter salmon and their tomato basil chicken risotto are two of my favorites that I keep ordering on repeat, but honestly, every single one of their meals has lived up to the hype. And of course, we are hooking you guys up. Head to factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 and use code seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. That's code seeingotherpeople50 at factormeals.com slash seeingotherpeople50 to get 50% off. When So... The, we relate to that a lot because I think sometimes we go out with people and although Lana are both like sort of down, Lana officially has a boyfriend. I'm like seeing somebody. Ooh, so it's, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you know, what well, it's at different levels of like serious, I got, you know, whatever I'm going on consistent dates with somebody and she's really cool. Yay, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, the, you know, we relate to this idea that sometimes when you work in this space, it's like, well, what is material versus what is real? And I think all of it's always sincerely real. But if you are going to talk about dating, why not use your everyday life as as perhaps inspiration? Obviously, you don't want to throw anyone under the bus or whatnot. But um, so logistical question that just came up in it, this is sort of jumping ahead. I must know now because so you made this your business. Amazing. You get to go try all these different restaurants. And at a certain period of time, it sounds like you would go on dates with guys to these places and that would act as your business and content. Just a question I'm nerding out. Do you get the meals for free? And if you don't get the meals for free, does that mean that like, are you always paying? And if you're not always paying, because you know, it's 2021, there's a lot of debate over who should pay on a first date. It's a big a debate of, among our big listeners. Debate. Guys, for the most part, every guy I'm friends with always insists on paying on the first date. So therefore, is the guy paying for that? And therefore, the content is going on your account. Tell us the breakdown of like the logistics. Okay. Well, first of all, I have a boyfriend now for a couple of years. We live together. But Congrats. when I was dating, absolutely not. I mean, I didn't... I, yes, I get a ton of meals for free, but I would never bring like a first, second, or third date to a comped meal. Like that had... I would still ask them to take a quick picture of me, but no, yeah. they, I'm a very, very strong believer that the guy should be courting the girl in the beginning. Um, maybe old fashioned, but I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm not a huge like woman. Obviously, I believe equal rights for women and men, but I feel like we can have women empowerment and be equal while guys still court us. I just yeah. feel like it doesn't have to like, it can go hand, it's, one doesn't have to affect the other. 
In terms of date spots, because there, there's a few big topics we want to cover. The first being date spots. So what would you recommend would be the ideal first date spot? Like what type of place and why? And then kind of going into like then a second date and a third date. How do you choose what or recommend people choose what type of place to go to? And, and similarly, what where should you not go on a date or a first date? And yeah. Why? So I feel like what you shouldn't do is you shouldn't take her to a dive bar. You also probably, if it's like a first app date, um, like you've actually never met, you don't need to, or you shouldn't take her for like, you know, an omakase meal. Like there's a good in between. I also don't really like like those kind of speakeasy type things for a first date because a lot of times you can't get in right away and it makes it super awkward if you meet there and then they're, you know, the guy's standing in front and he says, you know, it's an hour wait. And then you're walking around deciding where to go in between. I feel like you should go somewhere that's nice, but also casual, like a wine bar or like a more casual cocktail bar. Um, the most important thing is for, I think, going back to like the guy courting the girl, uh, the guy should ask, you know, where the girl lives, pick somewhere convenient for her, whether that's in between the two of them, if that's convenient for her or in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, but he shouldn't like request the place, you know, his local spot on his street. That's just such a turnoff to me. Um, I've definitely been on dates where I find out they live a block away. And I'm like, yeah. I literally will be like, are you kidding me? Like you brought Same. me to your spot? No, it's, no. It's just the worst feeling to like, you get already, you know, you take all this time to pick out your outfit, look good. You take an Uber just to find out that they like threw on a pair of pants and walked downstairs to their like same spot where the bartender's seen them on 50 other dates. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they know that. each other by name and like, oh, it's just grossed me out just thinking yep. about it. So yeah, like take her to somewhere. No one's impressed that like, you know, the whole staff. Um, it's like not cool. Like I would rather you take me to a place that you've never been to, or maybe been to once and thought to yourself, oh, this would be a great spot to take a girl that I really like, or I'm excited to, you know, meet, um, ask her if she likes wine or cocktails, stuff like that. Like just kind of show that you're being a little thoughtful before you even meet. Um, as girls, we have to like do a lot more to get ready for a date. Like we have to do our hair, our makeup. We maybe get a manicure. So come to us, find out if we like wine or cocktails, all that stuff. Then, yeah, I mean, personally, me, I'm a wine girl. So I would love if someone took me to like a wine bar. I always liked like Amphora Wine Bar in the West Village, um, Pierre Loti. It was like spots that, um, you know, we knew we could sit down right away. You could get little bites to eat too, but it's not a restaurant. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I... I'm hung up on one thing that you said early on. This, I knew which you were is, going to. I was waiting for you to bring this up. Well, what is it the dive bar thing? Because I actually think that I've had so many wonderful experiences going to like a shitty dive bar with like one dollar tequila shots where it's like, a, you know, literally somewhere you probably wouldn't even know existed. We've had an amazing conversation. We've eventually dated. And the amount of times I'll be on Hinge and literally see women whose Instagram say, I'm just like, I love dive bars, like shitty dive bar, beer in a shot okay, vibe. Listen, if, yeah. if the girl you're talking to on Instagram says, I love a shitty dive bar, then Pain. take her to a shitty dive bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying yeah. I would never have that in my profile. Yeah. But when I was younger, 
like if I went on a great date to like, you know, a wine bar, casual cocktail bar, we had like some drinks, we were really vibing. And then we ended up at the dive bar on the corner because we just wanted to keep the night going. And we had some tequila shots or whatever. That's fine. But I'm saying okay. the first place to take her to meet, assuming that she doesn't have in her hinge profile that she wants <laughs> bars, which like good for her, but not my thing. Um, I don't know. I just remember like meeting a guy one time at a shitty dive bar and it just smelled disgusting and it was crowded. And I was just like, really, you couldn't take me like there was a wine, you know, it's just not like the best place to form, you know, a good connection for the first time. But it's also like, are you thinking about dating when you're 22? Or are you thinking about dating when you're 29? Yeah, that's a good okay. And, and that's, that's, I completely it sounds like we we agree that it just depends on the personal preference of the person. But yeah, I I, I hear all that. I, I wonder, you've been to so many different places. You know, have you tried so many different places? Are there key factors physically that, that, that you know, work for your favorite spots? I'll give you a quick example. My whole pitch is I love cute little spots. CLS, as we like to call it. <laughs> um, cute little spots. Someone's like, what is a cute little spot? I'm like, well, it's dimly lit. Maybe there's brick walls. It kind of looks like an old cellar of some sort. Yeah, and like, um, and, and that's like the general vibe that I like. I'm curious in all these places you've, you've gone to, what are the certain things, regardless of where it is, that are qualities that you look for uh, in a place that you would suggest to somebody as a first date? I mean, cute little spot is right up my alley. Like there's uh, the wine bar Ben Servin or Bon Servant uh, in the West Ooh. Village. It's like a little, <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, but it's like a little hole in the wall with like exposed brick, um, amazing wine, like meat and cheese plates. I love that. Uh, anything dimly lit, I do think that that's important for a first date for me because just makes me feel more comfortable. Um, you know, yeah, just, I, those things I like, like comfortable, like, uh, maybe booth seating. Um, what's your stance on volume of environment, Saki bar, decibel or disciple, however it's pronounced. Like that's a place I remember I used to go on dates there. Yeah. And by the way, the the comment you made about like, you know, uh, guys inviting girls to uh, places next underneath their house to just to defend some of the homies out there who might do that a lot of times, there's a whole thing about initiative and who should ask out who and how to do what. And so I, we did an episode about what guys wish girls knew. And a lot of things we talk about is like, we wish a girl would just ask us out. We wish someone would just like ask us out and make the plan and do it. And I understand gender normalities, whatever that is in 2021. But some of the problem with this is that it's, it's more overwhelming than we think, which is a great reason that your Instagram exists. But like, there are so many fucking places out there. And if I know that the place downstairs from my place has seating is good, and like, will be fun. Why would I not suggest that place? And granted, you want to make sure every time I used to go on a date, I'd be like, where do you live? I'll come meet you halfway. I'll come near your place. Selfishly, maybe it's like I want to escape the situation have being control of that. But um, that I think is like where that might stem from. I don't think it's a matter of like trying to look cool and be like, yo, I know the bartender here because I'm here on every single date. It's just like, you know, it works. So why change it? Because there's so many things that could go wrong if you go somewhere else. Right. But it's also like zero effort and it's different. I mean, does she live in that area too? And has she never been there? And so would it be a great place? Maybe. But if you live in the West Village and she lives on the Upper East Side being, you know, 
right away suggesting the place downstairs is just not, I just don't think it's the move. I think you could say like, so like, you know, how late do you work? Should, would you like me to come to you? Do you want to meet in the middle? I also know an amazing spot right near me, you know, give her some options if, you know, for sure. It is just an overwhelming process like that, especially in New York where there's so many different spots, but yes. I, yeah, I, I see your point. Wait, so, oh, fuck, what was I? I actually had a very specific question about that. Oh, we were talking about Saki Bar. Oh, volume, volume control. Saki Bar, Decibel or Disciple, whatever it's, however it's pronounced. Yeah. Very, very loud spot. And I yeah. used to go there on dates and be like, I liked loud people at the time. So like, yeah. it'd be like a test. Like if you're super soft-spoken like this and like, right. I can't function with someone like that. But if you're like, what up? This place is dope. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like that. I'm like, oh, this is great. Do you, your thoughts? You're like, like testing people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to test anyone. I'm just trying to do like a vibe check. It which seems is, like you're <laughs> testing people. Do you think... You know, in your experience, are you considering these places? Are you like going into somewhere and being like, what's the volume like? You know, is it is it is that is that the minutia that you get into? Sure. I mean, there have been places where it's felt too loud. I've been on first dates to Saki Bar Decibel. I, I found it to be like an average first date spot. It's like <gasps> a little bit too dark. You do kind of have to like wait in that oh weird line, like upstairs. Yes. It yes. is cool. Like it was a place that like I did you know, post about and suggest, and it is definitely a first state spot. It's not like, yeah. oh no, that's a red flag, but it's just not my, it's yes. You kind of have to scream over people. You don't like get seated right away. It's, um, it's kind of too dark to really know what the other person is looking like. And giving a shout out to Mindset Wellness CBD, our favorite, best, amazing sponsor. I have my happy gummies here, which I, as you know, have been taking. And that's probably the reason my life is growing great right now because I just feel good. I'm happy. I don't let the little things bother me. Um, But what I want to talk about today is the Focus Gummies because they have put me in the best mindset to actually get work done, um, do all of our Instagram stories, talking to you guys, all those polls that you love, uh, especially on Fridays, my AMA day. Those take a lot of work now that I'm doing captions with them. And so I love popping my Focus Gummy so that I can really just zone in and get in the zone and just be in the mood to get all my work done. And it's seriously amazing. Like I wish I had these while I was like in college and actually doing a desk job because they're phenomenal. So I'm going to go take my happy gummy right now though, because I want, I want that vibe for the rest of this episode and I will talk to you all later. But before you go head to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use code seeing other people for 10% off and free shipping. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. So switching gears a bit, a lot of our listeners have been messaging us and emailing us saying that they really haven't been out on a date in over a year because of COVID. So in terms of getting back out there, uh, let's all talk about a few ways that people can kind of ease themselves back into dating without feeling too anxious and also like easing 
ourselves back into going to restaurants because a lot of us haven't done that in a while. Um, Alexis and Jonah, are there any places like let's say let's say Jonah asks a girl like, oh, like, where do you live? Like, what are you thinking? And she says, like, I live in the West Village, but I'm actually not comfortable going to restaurants yet. Like, what else do you have in mind? What are other types of like date spots or date activities people can do as they kind of get back out there? Oh, man. I mean, I just feel like if you're going to be dating and if you're not even comfortable going to outdoor restaurants, then I would just say take a walk, um, <laughs> you know, bring a little like drink, you know, I love my June shine, um, probiotic, uh, hard kombuchas for the walk and walk around the park. I don't, Shout let out. me think. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to, cause I wouldn't, I don't want to say go to an apartment. Um, but I definitely would ask if they're comfortable sitting in, you know, indoors, otherwise you'll find a good place outdoors or you, you know, you know, this place that has like private yurts or whatever it is. Um, but I don't know, it's tough because like a lot of activity stuff is kind of difficult. Maybe that's still closed or, you know, it's just kind of like you have to get on a wait list and reserve it. I like what you mentioned about asking if people are comfortable doing indoors. And I think that's something that we all need to remember to still do because not like not everyone is fully vaccinated yet, especially like in New York, most people are now, but in a lot of other states and countries, people still are not. So I think and that was one thing I kind of struggled with over the last few months was going on dates and people like the guys saying, like, okay, I'm making a reservation for this place. And me in my head being like, I don't know if this guy thinks that I'm like willing to eat inside because right now I'm not. Right. So I yeah. think, I think having that conversation and if, if you're, the person wondering like, Oh, did they make this reservation indoor or outdoor or, Oh, like I only want to do outdoor. I hope they know that. Like, just don't be afraid to communicate that. Totally. Right I mean, that. As a girl in general, don't be afraid to communicate anything. If a guy suggests a date, a place that you've maybe it's too far from you or you've been and you didn't like or whatever, you could be like, Oh, that's, you know, such a great spot, but I've been meaning to try this. Would you, you know, I just don't think, I think there's a lot of, a lot of girls are too hesitant to kind of say anything. And I feel like I kind of take, especially on the apps, I would not take any guy too seriously. Um, It's like, they're, I always say they're nobody until they're somebody. So just say what you want, do what you want. Like, don't be afraid. Even if like you're talking for, an extended period of time and you're like oh my gosh when is this guy ever gonna ask me out just be like so are we gonna meet up or what like are we ever gonna meet in real life like initiate it because yeah. sometimes guys they're not on the same timetable as us often when, but and off of that i do think rather than saying are we ever gonna meet up in real life say hey i would like to get drinks because <laughs> i feel like a lot of women on dating apps are afraid to ask out the guy Sure, sure. You can say that. I mean, I think they mean the same thing. Um, I don't I don't feel like I need to formally be like, hey, would you like to go on a date with me? I feel like you could say they're bo- they both mean I want to go on a date, whether you're comfortable kind of putting it all out there like that. Or if you want to say it more casually, that's kind of up to you and the person that you are. I do feel like someone saying to me, Hey, are we ever going to meet up in real life is slightly more aggressive than saying, I would love to grab drinks sometime. Cause I would never text a woman on an app. 
are we ever going to meet up? <laughs> like that was, that was <laughs> no, not, not, no okay, not are we ever going to meet up, but so are we going to, I don't know. I haven't been on the apps in a while, but I guess I just like, I just felt like I know a lot of times I would be talking to guys and they would keep talking for days and days. And I'd be like, this is ridiculous already. Like, yeah. I don't need to just ask out. me out. Yeah. So I would maybe say something like a little bit, you know, flirty, funny, like jabby, like, oh, so have you, were you ever planning on asking me out without kind of saying that? So I don't know if okay. I could say the perfect thing, but I'm not, I'm like I said before, like I'm all about, I do love when the guy courts a girl. I like it when the guy like gets to the point I was attracted to, you know, for my boyfriend, for example, we were messaging for like a day and then he asked me out kind of right away. Like wow. after a few exchanges of like getting to know the basics mm -hmm. and, and I'm attracted that's actually, to that kind of confidence and initiative. That's what like the research does show that like it's under 10 messages is the sweet spot to getting off the app and, and mm. bringing up a date. And, and that's all you need. Exactly. That's what, you, that's what it should be. Yeah. Cause I know sometimes people are like, well, I need to know if they're interested in me. Like you matched on a dating app. You right. liked them. Said that's that is saying, hi, I might be interested in you. They liked you back. Hi, same. Okay. Now we talk. Okay. Let's get to the date. Totally. Let's get this show on the road. Exactly. Show on the road. Roll, roll so, sound pictures <laughs> up for people who are great. They said hi to each other. They got on the date and it's their, both their first dates in the last year. What are some things that they can talk about on the date? Because I feel like a lot of people's conversations now are just like COVID pandemic this past year of doing nothing. Oh my gosh. That's just, I know, I mean, I'm not dating, but I do know that I was with my girlfriend the other weekend. Um, she came to visit me from Miami and she was messaging with this guy from an app. And she mentioned, she was like, oh my God, this is literally like the 16th time he mentioned the word COVID Oof. in like this past conversation within the day, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, yeah. well, we're sick of hearing it. Like we all know it's there. Like we've all dealt with it. Um, I just feel like you should try to, not be like oh vaccine did you get it i'm about to get it that the conversation doesn't need to revolve around that um so there's you know you talk about maybe what you're planning on doing this summer maybe you're planning some trips finally um what you know the positive things that's happened to you this year you know you got more into like at home workouts which is so great because you don't have to go to like spend you know 40 50 dollars at berries a few times a week like you really you got into cooking and then that can segue into like you know you're cooking for him one week and a whole other conversation um if you're really nervous about dating for the first time go on some practice dates go out with friends um mm -hmm. maybe go out with a guy that like you're not really interested in at all i mean i know it seems like you're using him but <laughs> you're giving him the opportunity that maybe he wouldn't have gotten and maybe it will work out uh, so well, that's like, that's what i was gonna say that's how, that's the love story is that on is that something that people do like do girls take out guys <laughs> they don't really like as practice dates jonah's like has this been every date i've gone on general, but um i'm just saying if you're nervous after a year and you want to get your feet wet yeah you know maybe there's a guy that you've been talking to for the past like month but you haven't gone out because of covid you just got your vaccine maybe you don't want him to be your first date 
it's too much pressure. Maybe you want to go out with like that random guy that you're kind of not super excited about first. Jonah, this could be your other business, like how you're the person who I'm the doula. Yeah, yes, I'm the relationship doula. Post breakup, before getting (laughs) going on dates, that's what Jonah was for me. Jonah and I matched on Hinge. No, and he was my first dating experience after a breakup when I was so not ready to date. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Did you guys go on more than one date? We went on a few dates. Three, I think three total. And now we have a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Wow. Wait. uh, Okay. Wait. I love this idea. Like going on that date. Also to the effect of like talking about COVID, like the people listening, if someone's all they're talking about is COVID, just play the fun game of saying, let's play a game where we don't mention COVID at all. That way it's like not, we're not keeping it in. It's just like, Hey, we're just, we put on the table. We both know this shit went down. Let's just mm-hmm. play this Mad Lib game of whatever you do, don't say it's floor is lava, but floor is COVID. So yeah, drink. like anytime either of us says the word COVID, we drink. Yeah, I like that. Way to oh, I like that idea a lot, actually. That's yeah. a fun. Uh, great. Well, we we have some people who are in need of some advice from us. Uh, some of our listeners have written us in questions. Um, we have two questions here. And if you guys you guys do want to write us in, see with people podcast at gmail.com. Of course, on our Patreon, we prioritize those questions and sign to the DMs. We'll find your question. We'll get it answered. Alana, I'll take this first one. You want to take the second one? Sounds good. But don't slide into my DMs. My DMs are officially closed. A quick reminder that Alana's DMs are closed. (laughs) Hey, guys, I love your podcast. Not sure if you'll read this, but really need some advice. We are reading it. Um, Regarding ghosting. Three weeks ago, I went on a first date with a guy who then stayed over at my place. I had a really fun night with him and thought I would express it. We didn't exchange numbers, but I messaged him on the app that I had a fun night and would like to do it again. He replied 24 hours later that he also had a fun night and it sounded good. Also, that we should make plans sometime. I suggested two days, and he replied that he would be gone over the weekend, but maybe, in quotes, next week. I reply, sure. I might be free this um, this and that, this and this day. Text me when you get back. Also, I left my number. Now it's been two weeks since. I have never heard from him again. Should I follow up or actually admit to myself that I got ghosted and he's just not that interested? I know he's back in town since I can see his distance on the app. Thanks. Oh, gosh. Admit it to yourself. Tale as old as time. It's rough, rough, especially because he stayed over. So that probably got your hopes up like, oh, this went really well, which is. I mean, you guys want to have sex. I don't think that that means it went really well. Um, I think that means that he wanted to sleep with you. We don't know they had sex, though. He said, she, they just said stay over. Well, let's assume. Never assume. Jonah likes cuddling sleepovers, as do uh, I. Yeah, cuddling sleepovers <laughs> are great. Also, like, myth, guys want sex. Myth. You know, how, how many of my guy friends were like, we don't, like, sex is not on our mind? This is a whole other episode. I'm not going to get into that. But <laughs> I do feel that she's being Agree to ghost- disagree. Agree to disagree. It is a classic case of ghosting. Um, and yeah. it's not a great start and great look. If you really feel like you had a strong connection to this person, reach out for clarity. Hey, I just want to get a sense here if, you know, you, you actually want to get together or not. And then like, no worries if not. Just I'm, I'm looking to get clarity. Oh my God, I would rather die than do that. But yeah. I, feel, right, well. I feel like rather than making it sound like this whole serious thing, what I would do, like, you know, he's back in town, whatever. Just be like, hey, let me know if you want to grab a drink. Like, let me know if you're still down to grab a drink this week. Personally, me, I would just... Yeah. 
keep it as it is. There is no, you couldn't pay me enough to contact this guy. I mean, (laughs) this girl openly expressed that she had a good time, which is something that I know, Jonah, you'll probably disagree with, but I do not think, especially on a first date, you ever need to do. You can show the guy that you're enjoying yourself by, you know, smiling, maybe kissing, touching, but there is absolutely never a need to be like, I'm having such a good time on this date. Like, (laughs) you need to leave that date. He should leave being like, wow, that was amazing. I hope she likes me. By you expressing that you're having such a great time he's not hoping anything therefore the chase is gone and it's just kind of like those first few dates it's all about the games obviously it's not about the games in a real relationship but like you need to start with a little bit of like you know oh i hope he likes me i hope she likes me type of thing so that's the first thing that she did wrong um i hate dating continue oh yeah it's the worst but I'm also like not the type of person that would ever that would say like oh I'm having such a good time that's just not me it's like you can tell hopefully it's just everyone's different but I just don't think in dating you ever need to openly express that on the first date and then if he didn't ask for your number I mean he he can find a way to get in contact with you I actually when I was single I would, there was a few times, I was never a slut, but there was a few times where I, you know, was out partying, met someone, slept over, and then I would leave before they woke up. That was kind of my thing. Whoa, whoa. It was kind of my thing. When I say it was my thing, it was like, I did it like probably three times. I would leave because I'm like, I don't know, you know, fuck this. I'm not like waiting around hoping you take me to breakfast. I would leave. They would always find a way to contact me if they didn't have my number. I would get a message on Facebook at the time or whatever it is. Mm. I mean, there's so many ways to find. Like, it's just either they'll ask you for your number, they'll make sure to, or they'll find a way to contact you. Yeah. Wow. The get up and leave. I, it's so movie. This I've never had years that. Years ago. Years. Yeah. I mean. It's a move. It's a bold, it's a power move, honestly. It, it's like, yeah. I'm all about that. It's like, you need to exude confidence, you know, yeah. it's like. I will say, and I I agree with you more than me. Maybe you think I disagree with you. And the one time that I actually told this person that I really had a great time on our date and that, you know, she didn't need to doubt that we had a good, like, I was like, Hey, I want to be very clear. I had a great time and I want to see you again. I like looked at her in the eyes and said, I don't want any fucking games. I'm 30 years old. I don't need to play games with you. She ghosted me. So, so like the one time I tried that, it failed miserably. Um, Well, I do. I do think that it is, it could be kind of nice. It's not necessary by either party, but it's not as big of a no-no for guys to say it to girls. Jonah told me he liked me on our first date. <laughs> all, all rules are off the book yeah. in, in my particular case, but it is interesting. They're like, And by the way, just the story I just told about the person ghosting me, like she properly ghosted me. I texted her saying, are you home safe? She was like, yes. And then I was like, so, you know, I would love to see you again. Then, you know, no response. Then like, okay, like just following up, make sure, you know, you got there. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. And like, you know, a, yeah, a proper like, ghost thing. Yeah. But that's like, don't go. Like, just answer. Just answer. Yeah. And just she's, answer. that's like, yeah. she couldn't take the time to answer you. That's one. It's, I have a whole, like, my ghosting theories are 
convoluted, but that is a proper ghost and that's fucked up. It was a clean, clean, perfectly (laughs) sliced ghost. (laughs) Alana, next question. Yes. Okay. If someone asks me out and suggests going to dinner or drinks at a specific place, and I don't want to go to that place because it reminds me of an ex, what do I do? I can't tell them that, obviously, but don't want to be rude about their date spot choice. But I know I won't be in the best mindset or able to focus on the date if we go there. Help. Um, I mean, I kind of touched on that earlier. I don't think that you should be worried to suggest a new spot. He suggested something. I don't think that you should just say like, no, I don't want to go there. What's another option? I think you should have an option ready um, for him to make it easy. So as long as you have a backup plan, I don't think he's going to really care. You know, you could be like, oh, that I love that spot, but recently went there a bunch. I've been meaning to try this place. You know, I love that. Yeah, that's perfect. Easy. Also, real quick, I think as as a guy, I don't think if someone said to me, I can't go to this place because it reminds me of my ex, I would not care. I'd be like, that's hilarious. Let's not go there. Let's avoid it at all costs. I think you can bring that up on the date, like as yeah, a funny thing, but like definitely, definitely not before you've before. met. Like, like, oh, now you're making me think of my ex. Yeah, I liked Alexis's great answer. That was great. All right. Just tell me. Um, tell me what it is. Sorry. Well, okay. So before we close out, Alexis, I would love for you to just give a little background about your Bachelor of the Week program for our listeners and let them know how they can participate and get involved. Yeah. So basically, the idea came from my sister when um, I, anytime I posted like a remotely cute guy on my stories, whether it was my brother or a friend or whatever. Um, like between the ages of like 20 and 40, uh, I would get bombarded with DMs from girls being like, is he single? You know, Mm. who is that? Blah, blah, blah. So I told my sister that and she's like, wow, there's obviously a lot of single New York city girls that follow you that are, you know, could use some help. They're, you know, (laughs) looking. So she came up with this bachelor of the week idea. Every week I present a new person and I just started bachelorettes too. So oh. it's, I present either, I post about a new eligible guy or girl each week, and then I go live with them usually on Wednesday nights. The point is that on these dating apps, you see pictures, you talk to them, but you don't, unless you FaceTime with them, you don't really see their facial expressions and, you know, you don't hear the tone of their voice. There's just so much that you can learn from a video call. Um, so I kind of am going on that first date for them, for all these single followers to tune in and be like, oh, I actually, you know, maybe a lot of times they have seen these guys on apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're wow. like, maybe, maybe they matched with them, but they weren't really sure if they actually wanted to go out with them or not. They saw them on my live. Um, I asked the guys questions. I kind of, we kind of get to know them about their family and that, you know, kind of, flips them one way or the other like oh I do want to go out with him or no he's not really for me you know I did um I'm not going to mention the name but you did have a bachelor on an IG live that I previously have gone out with hooked up with whatever you want to call it and Mm. I we had matched on hinge a few times after and I dm'd him being whacked when he like posted on his instagram and I was like you know you could have just responded to my hinge message (laughs) and he didn't answer (laughs) (laughs) um no but it's like that's kind of anyway after the live i have a swipe up where girls can apply to uh date them when they answer some questions submit some pictures we 
then submit all the applicants, or we show the guy all the applications and he picks two girls or one girl that he wants to get to know and um, hmm. they go out. So love this. We are always looking for ways for our listeners to meet people digitally that aren't on the apps. And this sounds like a great way to do it. Um, We do. We do need to wrap our show. We appreciate everyone listening and being here and hanging out with us today. Uh, Alexis, where can our listeners find you? Um, NYC date night, NYC date, N-I-T-E on Instagram or my website. Amazing. Thank you so much for being with us. And we will talk to everyone soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.